Whoa, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's your host, Addison. We are streaming live right now from the beautiful, from the Jump Studios in Las Vegas. Man, this is, I believe, episode, what is this, 93? Episode 93 of From the Jump. This is your first time listening. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for streaming us. It's the Live and Sports Podcast on the web right now. And, whew, man, we got a, we got a, we got an action-packed show today. Today's episode, in large part, and, I, of course, I will give you my opinion on the Colin Kaepernick situation because, again, I think that has been the conversation, I think, everywhere, not only today, but this entire weekend, and or the, you know, for the past couple of days has been this Colin Kaepernick workout with the NFL. I'm a tailgater tailgating to get to my tailgate. Now, it might not get me there any faster, but hey, it gets me ready for football. Let's tailgate. There's th- I can't go anywhere. But you're so busy watching me tailgate that you don't see the one in front of you. And your cut rate car insurance, it might not pay for this. So get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem. Like me. <laughs> Let me start by saying I appreciate y'all coming out. That means a lot to me. Our biggest thing with everything today was making sure we had transparency in what went on. We weren't getting that elsewhere, so we came out here. It's important that y'all are here. Y'all been attacked for the last three years. Y'all continue to be attacked. We appreciate what y'all do. We appreciate you being here today. We appreciate the work you do for the people and telling the truth. That's what we want in everything. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied for three years. We all know why I came out here, showed it today in front of everybody. We have nothing to hide. So we're waiting for the 32 owners, the 32 teams, Roger Goodell, all of them to stop running. Stop running from the truth, stop running from the people. We're out here, we're ready to play. We're ready to go anywhere. My agent, Jeff Nally, is ready to talk to any team. I interview with any team at any time. I've been ready, I'm staying ready, and I'll continue to be ready. Starting off, as I said, with, with Colin Kaepernick versus the NFL. Colin Kaepernick um, in the NFL had a workout scheduled on Saturday. Now, apparently that workout was relocated to an Alarina High School, and it apparently happened two hours later than planned. And it was, of course, without the NFL's blessing. Now, we all know that the NFL had set up a workout for Colin Kaepernick to work out at the NFL facility in Atlanta for the Atlanta Falcons. And ultimately, that workout was going to be a private workout. So I believe they said that no media of course, from the outside was going to be in because that was my first thought was, OK, if he's going to work out, um, you know, ultimately at the end of the day, what will we get? What information will we get from that workout? And I wanted to wait and save the podcast and record a podcast after he worked out because I wanted to be able to find out, you know, what transpired and, and ultimately talk about it. Well, we were able to see the workout. We were able to see the workout. Now, it apparently it goes back to the NFL and Kaepernick's representatives were at odds over the quarterback's liability waiver and the overall transparency of the workout. Now, the, the NFL, as I said, declined to allow media and cameras into Kaepernick's workout. And of course, his attorney said that and of course, his agent said that the media should be allowed. So, of course, by that being transpired. So, of course, by the media being allowed to film the workout, it was then moved to an area high school. Now, from that point on, of course, teams, there are a lot of teams that didn't show up. And of course, his agents were just asking for transparency. So as a result, they said that a team showed up on Saturday for this workout. And of course, the workout was YouTube. I believe it was live stream. So you're able to see it. Like if you want to go find Kaepernick's workout, it's online for you to go check out. 
Um, and of course, I was able to see hints and clips of his workout. Again, I wasn't willing to watch all of it because I, I don't know what we were w- hoping or what what we ultimately were trying to get from this. Because as I've, I've made clear on this podcast many of times, and of course, we'll get into it because a lot of people were trying to point at the finger at the NFL saying this is a PR stunt. But for me, the NFL has nothing honestly to gain from this Colin Kaepernick situation. If anything, if anybody is to benefit from this Colin Kaepernick situation, it's the NFL. If the NFL lets him back in, all those people that were boycotting and aren't watching the NFL will suddenly be watching the NFL again. Will suddenly be buying Kaepernick merchandise again. Will suddenly be championing the NFL for finally allowing Kaepernick back into the league. A league that had blackballed him, whiteballed him, orangeballed him, however we want to put it, that has left Colin Kaepernick out of the league. Those individuals will be back watching football. That is a that is a major fact. Everybody calling the clowns, I know. It, be back watching football. So with that being said, me personally, in just looking at this situation, the NFL has nothing to gain out of this. It has nothing to gain. We saw Gardner Minshew become a, a national story this year. So we can move on from situations very, very quickly in the NFL. And nobody this year was talking about the national anthem protesting and not in a negative way, but meaning we have made steps. Again, Jay-Z, before the season has started, had partnered with the NFL. He didn't wait till week five and partnered with the NFL and make his announcement on Instagram. They did it long before the season has started. And honestly, since that moment has happened, because a lot of people tried to put Jay-Z, and I know there are reports that Jay-Z was upset with Kaepernick, and he has every right to be. Prior to the Jay-Z partnering with the NFL, Kaepernick didn't have a workout scheduled. Kaepernick didn't have really any contact. As, as he said, my agent has been reaching out to teams and nobody has been reaching back to us. Nobody. Colin Kaepernick has been a free agent for two years. He opted out of his San Francisco contract back in 2016. Now, again, we understand that that was a mess. Chip Kelly, Jed York, that that whole situation was nasty. It isn't how it is now with with uh, Jed York and uh, what's his name? John Lynch and Kyle Shannon. They're all on one page. Kyle Shanahan, you get the offense. John Lynch gets the defense. Simple as that. And as we see it right now, what are they, 9-1, 10-1? So they've been winning. And again, even in San Francisco, they have slowed, they, they moved the page really quick. They had to be bad for a year or two. And slowly but surely, they've got back to their winning ways. So again, the NFL had, was slowly but surely moving on from this situation. And by them announcing that Kaepernick was going to get a workout, I thought at that moment, I was like, that's Kaepernick's way of slowly but surely getting back into the league now. Because now, once you have a workout, now you're able to just get in front of the scouts. All you got to do is just get in front of the scouts and just show them your presence. Make your presence felt. Let them know that you're still here. Let them know that you can still run the football, throw the football, whatever it is, however it is they was going to test Kaepernick. They weren't probably going to put him and make him jump through hoops and jump over the mountains. Kaepernick's representatives were kind of making that seem, you know, a little bit extra. And I get it. But the fact still remains that the NFL never publicly videotapes workouts. They never, never, never let media into workouts. They never do with any player. So, again, for this situation, albeit because of the fact that it wasn't on a Tuesday, which they said that's the normal day, it was on a Saturday, means that they made an extra provision for you. And they said that 25 teams were scheduled to show up. That's over a third of the league. Over a third of the league. Now, ultimately, Kaepernick, and from, I guess, just... From what I'm I'm starting to generate from this situation, and again, this is why I titled the podcast, Dear Kaepernick, shout out to Eric, my engineer, always on the ones and twos, hooking it up for your boy. But the reason why I titled this podcast, Dear Kaepernick, and the reason why I feel like I'm slowly but surely starting to lose 
my stance on Kaepernick is because of the fact that his stance is slowly but surely changing. His very stance when he took the knee at that moment, he was very well sacrificing his job. He knew exactly in that moment what he was doing. Now, to this extent, did he think he would be out of the league three years? No. I will say that. I don't think Kaepernick believed, and I don't think his representatives believed that it would be three years that he'd be out of the league. He, they probably thought, okay, maybe it'd be a year. Okay, somebody would pick him back up. Somebody's going to get hurt. Okay, cool. We've seen it happen all the time. Cool. And we're seeing right now the Cincinnati Bengals are 0-9. Ryan Finley, Andy Dalton has been playing horrible. Ryan Finley for crying out loud as they're starting. So we can see around the league that there are places that need quarterbacks. But this issue is deeper than quarterbacks. And again, this is where I want to take it to the workout Saturday. Because while Kaepernick's people made it all about the legalities of it, the fact still remains about football. The bottom line is football. The bottom line is football. And if you want to play football, you're going to go where the football players are. And the one thing I didn't like about this situation was the fact that on both sides, that it, they made publicly, well, we didn't say this, and we didn't say that. And Nike came in and said they didn't even have, they didn't even, Nike ultimately didn't even want no parts of it. But in my mind, they were a partner with Kaepernick. And since that moment that they partnered with Kaepernick, I haven't really seen Nike a whole lot of advertisements with Kaepernick. I haven't seen Nike make a whole lot of noise with their Kaepernick campaign other than they partnered with him. He had got his face on a couple advertisements, had sold some jerseys, and that was that. But outside of that, Kaepernick, to this point, has not made any announcements at any statements. Saturday, he came out with a bold proclamation, as we played earlier, saying that he's been ready to play. He's been blackballed, that we know what it is. Tell the owner, stop running from the truth. We get all that. And at the end of the day, I applaud Kaepernick for making that statement because it was about time. We all wanted a public statement from Colin Kaepernick. We had not gotten one. It had been little tweets and little subtle hints and We've had other people outside of Colin Kaepernick himself speak up for Colin Kaepernick. So in this situation right here, and what we're dealing with is we're dealing with a guy who did lose his job for something that he stood up for. And again, that's the plight of being a black athlete in America. When you stand up politically for something and when you win against the grain, as we like to call it, against those owners, it became at that point very clear that it was no longer about football. It was about everything else. And what you were standing for, the owners that are very well employing you are telling you, we don't agree with you. And if you're going to be in our league, a.k.a. the NFL, because they meet every week. While, yes, we feel like it's a rivalry, these teams go against each other, the owners meet every week. They have NFL owners meetings every single week. And this is going to be talked about. And Kaepernick's chesty Go tell the NFL owners, I thought was totally mishandled. I thought whoever media, whoever is handling him PR wise should have. Hey, look, I understand. I've been out of the league for a while. At the end of the day, while my stance doesn't change, because we've had a lot of people in the NFL say, well, I'm no longer going to kneel. Michael Bennett, there's been a lot of people that said, no, I'm no longer going to kneel. And I think he may still be kneeling. I'm not for certain. I don't want to I don't want to come on air and bash my brother. But what I'm saying is. We've had a lot of people, whether or not they've changed the stance, whether or not they've knelt, not knelt, they've said, you know what, while I disagree with the stance at the end of the day, we're willing to make steps and go for. I wish that was what Kaepernick said, because that was ultimately what Jay-Z said when he came to the NFL and said, you know what, I understand that, okay, we knelt, but what's the next step? And Kaepernick, to me, still has not got off the knee. And that was what owners ultimately wanted to know on Saturday is, how have you progressed from the knee? 
the fact still remains that Kaepernick was able to work out in front of an NFL team. Going forward, the question is going to be whether or not somebody will give him a real chance. And I want to leave you with this question. Was Colin Kaepernick's three-year stance, was Colin Kaepernick's kneel back in 2016 for police brutality and ultimately black men innocently being killed, was his stance really worth it if he's ultimately trying to get back in the league? Something to think about. It's from the jump.